Hello everyone and welcome to the episode 112 of Cosmic Dancer, Lo-Fi Music, Hi-Fi Faith. Today I'm with uh, Mr. Jayashankar Krishnamurti, director of the Vedanta Institute of Hyderabad, uh, India. Aryom, and welcome again, uh, Jayashankar. Aryom, Cristiano, thank you. How are you doing? I hope you, you are very well. Yes, I'm doing good. Yes. Glad, glad very glad for, for that. So, Jayashankar, we will... Uh, Um, uh, dive uh, uh, briefly um, in a very interesting concept uh, about uh, uh, Atma Bodha um, written by uh, Adi uh, Shankara and um, uh, you know it's about uh, uh, Sachidananda so it's better I will start Um, uh, will, uh, with the, the first question okay? um, uh, in Vedanta what is the significance of the contrast between the black cold iron ball and the golden hot fire in the context of understanding the transfer of the Sachidananda nature uh, of the spirit onto inert, inert matter Since uh, you uh, uh, referred uh, to, uh, uh, to a textbook called uh, Atma Bodha, written by uh, Adi Shankaracharya, and you are asking a question that uh, text. A, a little uh, background, a backdrop, backdrop of uh, what is the text and uh, what is the significance of the text in uh, uh, in contemporary uh, world now and how we can understand the question that you are asking <laughs> that is uh, the uh, black uh, uh, cold iron ball when it is thrown into fire it seems as though it is uh, uh, seen and once the iron ball slowly gets heated up It gains all the properties of that fire and practically it becomes one with fire and it becomes so red that we cannot distinguish whether it is that iron ball or fire. It becomes one. So this uh, text Atma Bodha which was uh, uh, written by Adi Shankara somewhere in 8th century AD. <coughs> Now, there are certain terms in Sanskrit which needed certain explanation for people of those times. Therefore, this particular textbook, Atma Bodha, 68 verses, it talks about uh, certain uh, explanation of Sanskrit terms. It is called Prakarana. <coughs> Now, Coming back to this particular uh, uh, example that, uh, you know, analogy that you're talking about, the beauty in that uh, textbook is the author, Shankaracharya, he has used plenty of analogies 
which a common man experiences in day to day life so he is not trying to invent something a new example in order to explain what that transcendental experience is so you know uh, as a child i myself i have seen you know uh, uh, blacksmith working on the streets you know uh, goldsmith working so we can clearly see that fire and this foreign object and iron or gold is put in that and it as a child it used to be a, a wonderful uh, uh, you know uh, uh, sight to watch that how beautifully you know intricate uh, uh, designs they make now the point here is king uh, this uh, you know uh, hot uh, iron ball which is put there into fire initially it is cold and we can we know the properties of uh, iron and we know the properties of fire which are distinct and different and once this particular uh, iron ball is thrown into it slowly it gains the properties of fire and independently loses the individual property and gains the properties of fire just as river river water when it's when it meets the ocean the properties of the river are lost and the properties of the ocean is gained instantaneously <coughs> similarly one uh, common example uh, shankaracharya is beautifully using here is uh, the iron ball and he says this initially it seems as though it is separate and uh, the iron has its own properties it can attract magnets you know uh, uh, it, when it is exposed to atmosphere it becomes uh, uh, you know loses its property and it, it, it is uh, rusty etc and once it puts it put in fire beautifully it becomes one with it and now you used a beautiful word called sat chit ananda now this is a sanskrit word which is uh, uh, referring to the properties of brahman now we said properties of river properties of ocean properties of iron properties of fire similarly what is the property of brahman in vedanta it is defined as sat chit ananda sat means existence consciousness or knowledge awareness and ananda means bliss <clears throat> so uh, what is the uh, relevance of this uh, analogy in our day to day life of this iron ball put in fire now a human being is part of this universe now what is this universe this universe is nothing but lifeless objects inanimate objects and living beings living beings are plants animals and human beings if you ask a physicist a scientist before the periodic table in chemistry would have been designed nobody knows what is copper what is helium what is hydrogen what is oxygen nitrogen iron nothing people would have 
people would have got something they they would have observed the, the something they would have done some experiment with it and then after doing all the analysis they would have come to the conclusion doing various tests on that substance then they will they would have given the name hydrogen oxygen helium carbon etc therefore each and everything in this uh, world has a property of its own you take uh, uh, plants variety of plants are there which which give blossoms uh, uh, variety of flowers each one has its own property in india we have uh, uh, the mango season now the best of mangoes in the world you know uh, is one among is uh, alfonso mango now that mango has a property the mango tree has a property of its own like that so many you know trees yielding fruits it has its own properties the botanists they will they would have studied each and every variety and later on given the name mango goa banana etc animals also you know before giving the name lion tiger all the carnivores you know and then uh, domesticated animals they would have analyzed a each and every species properties and then they would have given the name similarly when it comes to human beings we have two variety male and female but if you look within the properties of a human being is based on the three gunas sattva rajas and tamas now why i am elaborately talking about this is inanimate objects has a properties its own properties animals also have their own property human being we also have our own properties called gunas like that people has they have given the name what is the property of god what is the property of brahman they beautifully designed these three names sanskrit names sat chit ananda now how this uh, uh, three names sanskrit names would have been designed sat chit ananda coined they have seen uh, all these minerals merely existing just as now i am using a tube light here i am using uh, um, uh, you know air conditioner electricity passing through the tube light produces light electricity passing through the air this cold breeze similarly that brahman when it expresses through lifeless objects it merely exists sat when the life life principle brahman expresses through all the you know animals and the plants there is a kind of an awareness but plants and animals do not have that self awareness that they do not know that they are plants and animals but there is knowledge when it comes to animals they know basic uh, knowledge what is food and what is dirt who is the master and who is the stranger when it this this is knowledge awareness 
in human beings this awareness is very uh, prominent chit that is knowledge or awareness and also when brahman expresses through human being when we are experiencing the ultimate experience of brahman then there is ananda that total peace also another way where we experience peace will be when in deep sleep in deep sleep also we have total sleep dreamless sleep therefore these three coined names sat chit ananda that is brahman expressing through the gross body the physical body or brahman expressing through the subtle body is called chit brahman expressing through the causal body vasanas is called ananda so that is how this beautiful coined name sat chit ananda so now how can we relate to this experience of iron ball and sat chit ananda everything in this world has its we can know a thing a substance only through its properties therefore by knowing the properties of uh, satchit ananda in the world a human being can experience brahman okay beautiful so in this case uh, the the analogy of fireball is uh, uh, pardon iron ball is uh, merging the individual in uh, in this case in fire in this brahman yes and so the cold iron becomes uh, yes. uh, uh warm uh, like fire Is, is lost 
and the properties of brahman is gained so like how that uh, cold iron ball put in fire becomes one with fire same way with this air values it not only burns my vasanas it also helps me helps me to gain the ultimate experience also <coughs> Wow. So that is the uh, uh, you know the significance and the contrast between that iron ball and uh, the transfer of uh, Satchit Ananda that you are asking. Wow, amazing, amazing, and uh, you know so also you know concrete in this um uh, you know uh, Adi Shankara's analogy you know uh, uh, also if it's almost in the end of the text that I finished to read that Maboda. it is uh, really um, concrete and uh, you know uh, and be- beautiful for this um now uh, i want to ask you are there any prerequisites or conditions that need to be fulfilled in order um for this transfer to take place i mean from sachidananda um, nature uh, to onto inert you know a matter and uh, like you mm, just mentioned we find uh, fire also in this kind of uh, you know explanation because fire have to burn our vasanas so fire again <laughs> yes yes very good question yes uh, now if you analyze the world there is a lot of action in a human being okay when it comes to animals there is a lot of action but there is no awareness that they are acting a human being has action coupled with awareness animals do not have that awareness mm. to plants there is action but there is a kind of a unidirectional action they are rooted to the base the the earth that is action that is life but they are also not aware that they are performing certain action when it comes to minerals they merely exist there is no awareness at all so we have mineral without any awareness a plant there is life very very less awareness animals lot of action lot of freedom lot of uh, uh, you know we can say the animals are uh, acting only for their own sake they have to eat procreate sleep and and die that's all as to human beings now very strange please please be with me there are human beings externally we are grown up but internally our mind is like mineral hardly any activity there is no goal at all practically like a, a stone merely existing there are human beings who are slightly better but they are uh, they have a physical form but internally their mind is like uh, the vegetable plant 
they are how plant is dependent upon the nature outside the world for its survival human beings we are extremely dependent upon the external world for our survival they are like the vegetable there are animals which they go to other uh, places now in in one place it is very hot they cannot survive there they will fly they will uh, travel long distance so that they can beat the heat they know how to adapt themselves there are human beings who are physically grown up but internally they function like an animal they know how they can maintain themselves kind of selfish they are sometimes very ruthless very competitive for their existence and survival they will go to any extent possible when it comes to another type of human being now you are asking a question are there any prerequisite or conditions that need to be fulfilled in order for this transfer of uh, you know this individual moving towards to take place now this is the transfer here this is the movement within now what is the movement there are human beings who are humane within they are uh, having this uh, beautiful quality of unselfishness there are human beings uh, who are you know having this quality of forgiveness there are uh, human beings who are empathetic this is the prerequisite at the physical level we need to put in little effort but at the mind level there are a lot of prerequisites now what is the prerequisite the person at the mind and intellect level they should develop this beautiful quality of no hatred for anybody there, there should be love there should be forgiveness there should be empathy there should be understanding now understanding of what now in the world there are varieties human beings in the form of a mineral human being in the form of a plant or a vegetable human being in the form of an animal now how to relate with them only when we understand that there are variety of human beings with variety of temperaments then i should be able to relate with them properly so again atmabodha the text that you referred by adi shankaracharya in the very very first opening verse itself beautifully four qualities of an ideal student prerequisite is mentioned number 1 there has to be viveka viveka means uh, knowledge or discrimination between what is uh, permanent and what is impermanent basic discrimination in life there has to be thinking vairagya dispassion the mind has the tendency to enjoy in this world anything which gives instant pleasure the mind mind will be okay for it and if if i have some purpose in life my mind should not be running to the you know uh, instant joys then i will fall a prey to it therefore dispassion what is the dispassion here my intellect is is taking up higher values 
and my mind should be dispassionate to the desires of the world second quality third quality six fold qualities it is called a shadd sampatti that we discussed just now forgiveness that the kind of uh, 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 self control mind control and uh, uh, you know the kind of empathy etc and last but not least mumukshatvam that very very powerful desire to know about brahman that you that we referred satchit ananda and raise above this world which is called in sanskrit it is called as uh, samsar samsar means worldly entanglement there are people those those who have uh, no unnecessary uh, attachment towards this world at all their only purpose is you know be in the world and also be out of the world also mentally so these are the four qualities prerequisite viveka vairagya shat sampati and mumukshatvam now who will have this quality that person who is a, a human being also internally the mind and intellect know about the higher values now uh, you know uh, to study all this uh, subtle textbooks which are very abstract it is not difficult to study a little uh, effort is required we also require uh, that subtle intellect to know about life such people those who have that subtle intellect for them it this this uh, study of uh, satchit ananda and the uh, uh, transfer of this individual to experience brahman becomes uh, rather easy okay so these are these are the important prerequisites for uh, any human being to fulfill to know about uh, satchit ananda the properties of brahman thanks uh, thanks very much for this explanation i just want to ask you in conclusion just to you know because it's important to repeat and repeat uh, um uh, you know for example for listeners that are just following us for a few episodes uh, uh what uh, can you repeat what vasanas are you know in uh, vasanas vasana is a sanskrit term uh which is uh, uh which in in english we can say the innermost urge tendency of a human being temperament of a human being now uh, you know uh, each and every human being we all have our own temperament our own vasana it is that temperament which expresses as a thought as a, a desire or as a, as a feeling at the subtle level and at the gross level same thought and the desire expresses as physical action now for example mr elon musk has business vasanas now from right from young age mr elon musk would have had the tendency to be in business 
that vasana that innermost urge will express as thought to do thought to be in business and then later on it will become desire to be in business and that desire to be in business practically at the physical level he will be engaged in business activities whatever interest that he has lionel messi or uh, 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 who's that uh, ronaldo they have soccer football vasanas sports vasanas now that tendency to play the game at the very subtle level would have expressed when they were childhood it would have expressed as thought to play soccer then little later on desire to play soccer and then at the physical level they play the game either for a, a, a club the other day you have posted one uh, um, uh, social media post napoli or somebody some team has one third time yes is it not so that that the, all the i don't know the name of the players all of them they have sporting vasanas is it that uh, uh, all of them have picked up soccer only when they were uh, 19 years of age or 20 years of age no right from young age that vasana that temperament to play that sport there are so many sport as well they have people those who have been playing those players for napoli they have that particular vasana to play soccer it will express as thought desire and express at the physical level as action just as there is a seed a mango seed you sow that mango seed after a few months it will become a sapling after a few years it will become a tree after a few years it will become a big tree yielding fruits now that tree yielding fruits it has come from the seed therefore we can say vasana as the seed of our personality the thought can be equal to the sapling the desire in us can to the uh, the bigger uh, bigger tree and then action can be equivalent to that huge tree yielding a lot of uh, fruits so in simple words what, what is vasana in english there is no equivalent for it in uh, the uh, immediate uh, translation will be our innate tendency dna of a person or uh, uh, the temperament of a person the seed of the personality so you 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 know we are all discussing about uh, uh, spirituality to know the nature of uh, brahman satchit ananda only when a person has vasana for spiritual study the person will want to know about the topic if there is no vasana to be spiritual then the person will not have any inclination towards higher values or humane tendency in them okay very 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 clear 
thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, it's uh, it's fundamental also to to receive um, uh, these teachings, uh, especially when, uh, for example, like me, I just finished uh, that book, Atma Bodha. And so, you know, it's um, you have uh, in a in a phase of, uh, you know, uh, um, manana, no, absorbing all these teachings, and this is a great push to that, uh, you know, manana uh, phase. So I wanna um, say thank you very much um, for uh, today to Jashanka Krishnamurti that uh, gave us, um, you know, teachings to treasure and you know to, um, uh, you know to. To know more about uh, reading scriptures and um, you know uh, developing uh, you know a more complete knowledge, starting you know from the basics of Vedanta, as we always uh, repeated in uh, in these episodes. Uh, I want to remember that Mr. Jashankar Krishnamurti is the director of the Vedanta Institute of uh, Hyderabad in India and uh, is uh, um, a senior disciple of the eminent Vedanta philosopher uh, Swami Partha Sarati. So, Jashankar, thanks uh, very much uh, again, again, again for your precious availability and uh, Hariyom. Hariyom, thank you very much. Thank you to all the listeners from all over the world for, you know, following this very passionate and uh, sincere podcast. Many blessings and always enjoy very good music.